three billionaire playboys. One, but also sometimes two lowly entrepreneurs. One chance to hit the big bucks. If you've seen Dragon's Den or Shark Tank, this is the same as those, but not similar enough to constitute any sort of legal action. This is Rat's Nest. Welcome to Rat's Nest, the only podcast hosted by three multi-billionaire playboys, a show where lowly entrepreneurs pitch their business and product ideas in exchange for big money and cash dollar bills. I am Sherman Michael Schunk, president and CEO of Schunk Industries, and these are my biggest dollar bad boys. I'm talking about the holy roller himself, Jeremiah Saint, baby. Yeah, Milo, sell high, baby. And of course, I'm also talking about Hank. Rhymes with mank ass. Oh, baby. By the time this episode comes out, I can only assume that mank will be so far removed from the cultural consciousness that you may as well have said gibberish. I'm going to bring up mank every couple months. As soon as the spirit of mank thinks that, that it's finally time for him to rest, I'm going to. I'm going to pull his ass back out of the ether. What did he put you through exactly? Mank stink. You know what? Don't stink. It's my two friends. Jeremiah, what's been going on with you? I want to know. I haven't talked to you in a little while. Sherman Michael Schunk. It's been, yes, it's been a week, maybe a week and a half, maybe a little longer than that um, since I brought you updates on my big money Playboy project, CN Tour, which I know you are all waiting so patiently to hear about. Um, by the way, there's still room. There's still time to get in on the ground floor and we're going to sell it as condominiums. Wow. Yeah. We broke ground. I I spent a lot of money on those big, on like a big golden shovel. I think it was about uh, $32,000 on a big golden shovel. And we had a bit of a press conference. We broke ground in the lot next to uh, the rec room in downtown Toronto. Let me tell you, the mayor was there and we ran into a bit of a snag. I guess um, one of my guys down in legal and zoning didn't file the correct paperwork. So apparently the neighborhood we want to build on, um, you know, is already developed and spoken for. Um, You know, they got the Ripley's Aquarium there across the street from uh, the rec room where they keep that like train museum Um, as well. There's like a, there's a stadium there. There's a ballpark stadium there that uh, yeah, the, where the Blue Jays play. Yeah. Right. You know, I, I told the mayor, look, let me knock down the stadium. We could put two, we could put three CN towers in there. At least. And uh, John Tory wouldn't have it. He said, no, the, the Sky Dome or the Rogers Center, it's a big cultural icon. People recognize it next to the tower. Can I tell you what I think sh- uh, you should be doing here? Please. I, I, I need guidance. To quote Field of Dreams, if you build it, <laughs> they will come. But here's how I want you to hear and read the word come. C-U-M, baby. You slap those towers down in the middle of Rogers Stadium, break up a condo, bisect the highway. You slap them down wherever the fuck you want. The mayor will come out of his house ready to ticket you. He'll look up at that beautiful cityscape horizon of CN Towers, he'll fucking come. He'll fill oh his God. fucking pleated khakis. But I mean, that's what I'm going to try, though, Hank. That's not a bad idea just to slap up the tower inside yeah. the open dome. Yeah. I would I like love it. so much if people looked at the Toronto uh, cityscape and saw one CN Tower and then looked over and saw a second one emerging from a baseball diamond. Yeah. Uh, uh, my friend Hank, <laughs> I want to know. What the hell's been going on with you? Tell me, what's up? As you know, and as our listeners will know, perhaps, um, some time ago, I invented the real-life Garfield. 
um, uh, an orange cat that was genetically bred and trained to act like Garfield in various ways. And we had some successes and we had some failures and some sort of uh, half measures. But, uh, you know, it sort of rolls his eyes sarcastically, depending on how you want to interpret it, but also uncontrollably. It only eats lasagna. It dreads Mondays, etc. In hopes of um, making back some money and also proving my older brother Zeus wrong about me. Uh, he said it was a bad idea, and then I kind of tripled down. Anyway, to catch you up on everything, um, some of these... Garfields were sold. We were forced to recall them because they instilled deep pity in the children that bought them. Yeah. Sort of uncontrollable existential pity that changed the children according to the parents or whatever. We're in the middle of a class action lawsuit that don't want to give away too much. But let's just say a bunch of drama queens couldn't handle a cat that needed help. <laughs> so we round, we recalled these cats. We dumped them on an island in northern British Columbia, which we thought was abandoned, but... Featured a large cougar population. Uh, Some of them mated with the cougars, creating real-life Garfield cougar hybrids. Some of those swam to the mainland and proceeded to attack people up and down uh, the Vancouver coast. So that's sort of where we were when we last right. left off. I dutifully report that things have not gotten better. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what has gotten so much worse? Okay, so full disclosure... They have been spotted on the set of at least one uh, CW show that was oh, filming in Vancouver. No. Wow. Yeah, and uh, they, did, they did take some lives there. Uh, okay. Like, okay, so it's about, not all bad. It's it, not it's well, all, depending yeah. on the series, it's not all bad. Yeah, what <laughs> That's what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> what is it, Krypton? Did it take the, some kids from Krypton? Please, for the love of God, let it be Krypton. Let it be this, Krypton. This is a new show about sexy young lawyers who are so young, and it's called Barely Legal. <laughs> And I believe some of the lawyers also have superpowers, but it's like it's like a funny show. Anyway, apparently some Cougar Garfields got in there and just fucked up some budding young actors who were just beginning their descent into drug yeah. addiction. Yeah, I mean it's either that or the, or the Nixium cult. You know, I mean I feel like these guys are just very vulnerable to begin with. When it turned out Nexium had a branch in Vancouver, uh, raise your hand if you were not surprised. <laughs> so here's the positive spin. I am taking control of the situation. I recently hired a beast master to wrangle the Cougar Garfields. I looked, he looked this guy up. He, he, he's the real deal. He was apparently born of beast and can speak beast and to beast. He shall return. Anyway, he had a bunch of critters as friends. When he came in for the interview, he had these two ferrets. He had a tiger. He could just sort of talk to all the beasts. He had a little chat with the goldfish in our aquarium, he told us it wasn't happy. I was like, okay, let's stick to one thing at a time. Right. <laughs> you fucking get your nose dick. out of him. That's it. Um, so that, I say that's the good news. Although the most recent development is I got a call from him the other night. And apparently he tracked down a bunch of these Cougar Garfields. But then he talked to them. And I guess he's taking their side? No. You gotta be shitting me. Come on. Like, is I'm the guy? bad guy, according to him now. He threatened to lead an army of Cougar Garfields to, to my warehouses and labs to liberate the remaining real-life Garfields. And then to, and then he said he was coming to my door to give me my just desserts. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm holding a little something that says otherwise, buddy. It's called a contract. <laughs> it's the most unbreakable <laughs> oath in the Western world. Ever heard of it? So if this guy even tries something, I will take his ass to court. And trust me, 
There's not going to be any monkeys in that jury box. Thank you. There's yeah, not going to be any out. little, you know, golden retrievers or sparrows that he can, that'll take his side. There's going to be good red-blooded human beings who know that a man's life always takes precedent over a cat, no matter how self-aware. Have you considered directing your labs to construct some sort of normal or Odie? Mm. We did try to make some Odies, and we just made, like, the dumbest dogs. Wait a second. Did you make pugs? We went beyond the pug. Oh, God. These dogs were a nightmare. They were so dumb. They didn't know how to shit. They kept swallowing their own tongues. Oh. Okay, you made French bulldogs. Yeah, we sort of made French bulldogs, but we, <laughs> but they were taller. But do we know how they would interact with the Garfields? You know, so far they just seem to snuggle up and quake in fear together. That's adorable. Yeah, but we don't want that. We want it to behave like a Garfield. So we're sort of, you know, grabbing the paws of the little dogs and sort of poking at the cats with them yes. to piss them off. We're <laughs> Ever the capitalist. Because, no, you do. You still want to get a return on your investment here. I mean, this is a huge, sizable investment. Yeah, you seem things. to think that I'm trying to just stop all of this from happening. No. I want this real-life Garfield gambit to work out. To work My out. big brother Zeus said it won't, and I gotta make it work. No, the right. other day we had family dinner, and he started poking at me for being a bad businessman. I cried in front of everyone. It's humbling that you still have family dinner. Yeah, that's actually pretty nice, considering how much you dislike him. I gotta show up, you know? I gotta put on a brave face. Yeah, you do. I mean, you. because he's so cool, and if you show even the slightest amount of weakness, he eats it up. Yeah. He's so friggin' cool. He's a very cool guy. You know who's at this freaking dinner speaking out cool Zeus is? Mm. Tony Hawk. Oh, wow. No way. Yeah. Wow. They're like best friends. They talk all the time. Tony Hawk. What's his, what's his breath like, you know, after a meal? It's minty. I knew it. I knew it. <sighs> wow. It's so fucking nuts. That's and you know what? It? Like, he's friends with Tony Hawk. I'm fucking, I can't, I tried to be friends with skateboarders. They don't like me. You know, Rodney Mullen said hi once. He, he got my name wrong. What did he call you? Hank. Hank. <laughs> I was like, Hank. No one's ever been named Hank. You think you he, you he were like Norwegian or something like that? I don't know. I asked him what it was all about, and he just skateboarded away and flipped me the bird. Wow. <laughs> Fucking sucked. The ultimate disrespect. You know, it's fine. It's just, it, it is what it is. Zeus is cooler than me, uh. and that's fine. But, you know, one day I'm... My real-life Garfield gambit will succeed, and then I'll be able to stand over Zeus with a knife to his throat and cut his dick off or whatever. I don't know. Whatever you do when you win. And the minute you do, you know, you'll have my full respect, you mm -hmm. know, rather than the few percent less, you know, respect that you have from me that I have for your brother. And it goes for me as well. Not to say that our respect for you isn't great. It's a, We have such respect for you. Yeah, yeah. But we just have a little bit more for your brother. It's just how can you not? How can you not? How can you not? I mean, Tony Hawk? Come on. You know Beastmaster? He had a hawk named Hawk Tony. <laughs> that's cool. that's, that's cool. fun. I hope he changes his mind and decides to be my friend again. Because, you know, there was a part of me that was like, oh, next time Zeus shows up at dinner with Tony Hawk, I'm going to bring Beastmaster, and he's going to fucking blow everyone's mind. He's oh, yeah. so cool. And then he calls me up, and he says, oh, you're the bad guy. I'm going to come and shut you down. Mm -hmm. I was like, fuck. I thought we were going to be friends. That said, what worries me about these cougar real-life Gar Garfield hybrids is that they learned to swim. They acquired that yeah, in the still, genetic. Yeah, that still freaks me out. It begs the question, what else? 
what other fantastic abilities do they have? Yeah. Well, here's something fucked. After they took over the CW set and killed a couple <laughs> people and sent everyone else running for the hills, I guess they operated the camera for a bit because they sent me a threatening video. Oh, goodness. Oh, wow. It wasn't that well shot. It's probably better than those fucking CW shows. Listen, I've got something really fun for you guys. I've got a new segment. Love a new segment. It's called Hashing Tag Money. Hash- using the hashing tag money. You're familiar with hashing tags online? You mean a hashtag? It's a hashtag? Yeah. All right, we've got a new segment. It's called Hashtag Money. It's when we look at some of this week's best tweets featuring the hashtag money. So here we have a username... At Adaro999, he says, let's get money. Hashtag astrology. Hashtag money. Nice. Uh, um, has the segment begun? The segment has begun. <laughs> I'm just going to read some hashtag money tweets that I found. If you want to chime in. Yeah, I got a good one, you, but you go ahead. You got some too? Okay. Yeah. This one says, uh, here we go. At Aria Nicole one says, y'all know what to do. OnlyFans page poppin. Hashtag OnlyFans. Thick, hashtag thick butts. Hashtag money. Nice. Uh, here, I'll give you one more. And then if you guys can find any uh, real quick, you can toss those in. At Gigi Molnar says in all caps, please help me even with $1. Hashtag PayPal. Hashtag money. And then he links to what I assume is his personal PayPal account. Okay, yeah, that's less of sort of bragging how much you have and more of, um, I hope he's doing okay. Well, here's a, uh, here's a post from the account Tight Dresses, which appears to be, um, photos of women in tight dresses. And, um, and the, the caption is counting cash, hashtag money. And then it's a photo of, a an attractive woman in a tight dress doing just that counting cash see and there you go people are using it all over the world for many different purposes but it's all revolving around one thing that we all love and it's money you know what i found one too actually i didn't realize they were so popular here's one from the account of former first dog bo the portuguese water dog that belonged to the obamas writes bo money bo problems hashtag money hashtag money Nice. I've got one more here from, this comes from, uh, oh, okay, this is a bit of a celebrity tweet. This comes from at Kevin O'Leary TV, who you uh, you might know as, uh, I guess he's the Jabba the Hutt of the group on ABC's Shark Tank. That's right, Mr. Wonderful. Um, he has this to say. He says, I murdered those people with my boat. I made my wife take the rap, and I do it again free of charge. You wouldn't have to pay me a dime because getting away with murder is my second favorite thing. My favorite? Hashtag money. Wow. Hey, still the king, man. Still that guy's still the king. He can all but confess to a murder and a crime and just still bring it back to what's important, the almighty dog. We yeah. stand an honest man. Well, that wraps up hashtag money, our newest segment. And we're just going to plop that right into the old segment vault. All right, I think we're ready for our entrepreneur. I, my boys, here we have with us. Please welcome Corey Corey Tomatoes uh, from the great nation of uh, the USA. Corey, welcome. Thank you for having me, rats. It's an honor to be here in the nest. Yes, welcome to the nest. Corey Corey. Do I call you Corey Corey? You can call me Corey. You can call me Corey Corey. You can call me Mr. Tomatoes. Mr. Tomatoes. All right. Love it. So what have you got for us today, uh, Corey Corey? I am pitching a lifestyle. You've heard of Goop. You've heard oh, of yeah. Zazzle. You've heard of Cum. Now there's tomatoes. 
All right. Okay. You come out hot, hot, out, hot out the gate with a brand. So tell us a little bit about, uh, about tomatoes as a lifestyle. Let me just say, this isn't exclusive. This isn't for your fancy elites. This is for everyone, okay? Doesn't matter who you are, whether you're a young boy or you're an old woman. Tomatoes are for you, okay? And now I'm looking for 30% uh, ownership, which is $30 million. I would love that today. Wow. Let's write it on the dotted line. Today. You want $30 million for 30% ownership of whatever you're going to pitch in a second. That's right. All right. That's a quite a valuation there, young man. Well, uh, Goop is worth billions. We, we're going to start small. We're going to get there eventually. Okay? Corey, Corey, what are you pitching us today? Yes. Don't you hate when this happens? You're a busy, on-the-go working type, right? You don't have time to cook yourself a proper dinner. You're too busy. You're ordering in. You got takeout containers, pizza boxes all over the house. You're on the delivery apps, right? Suddenly you get a call from your friends. Hey, we're just down the street. We're going to pop by. See you in five. So what do you do, okay? You open up a sealed bag of tomatoes, lifestyle brand, bag of scraps. There's some chicken bones in there, the ends of a cucumber, an avocado core. You open up bag of scraps into a large bowl. You put it on your kitchen counter. Suddenly, your hippy-dippy friends, they come over. They look at the scraps. They're impressed. They say, whoa, look at this. Someone's been cooking. And that's when you smile, a wry smile, and you say under your breath, thanks, bag of scraps from Tomatoes Lifestyle brand. Wow. Product number one. So this bag of scraps is, 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 a, is a piece of the whole. Specifically about this product, you're going to ship compostables to people's you know mansions. Absolutely. So that they can open it up. and These are vacuum-sealed scraps. Okay, wow, outstanding, wow. It's kind of like... You want to kind of put this these scraps around your home just to kind of make it look like it's more lived in? Is that the it's idea? It's a bag of scraps, exactly. Look, look, I mean, uh, oh, what, what is this, a mausoleum? No, of course not, because there's a bowl of scraps right on the kitchen counter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Alternatively, would you be able to ship, like, you know, a, a moving box with some bric-a-brac? No, we don't do bric-a-brac. We do scraps. They, they do scrap, <laughs> Jeremiah. They do scrap. They do scraps. Okay. So... Are you intrigued, fellers? I mean, I, I certainly am going to need to hear more. If they... Oh, you want to hear more? But that was product number one. I'm not biting yet. That was product number one. This is product number two. You ready for it? Lay it on me. Everyone's got to take care of your lawn, right? You let the weeds take over, your neighbors are going to throw a shit fit, you know? It's got to look good for the neighborhood. So you, you get a lawnmower and a weed whacker and you get those Freddy Krueger shears, right? And it takes hours and your lawn looks immaculate. But suddenly you get you get a call from your friends. Now now these are your hippy dippy earthy crunchy friends, okay? They say, "Hey, we're coming over in five minutes." They're gonna see my square lame lawn. They're gonna see me as some suburban sheep, you know. So what do you do? You go into the garage. You get yourself a Tomatoes Lifestyle brand messy artificial grass cover. You roll it out over your lawn. It's just a giant sheet of unkempt, messy, weedy artificial grass. You cover up your lawn. It's going every which way direction. Looks good. Your hippy-dippy druggy friends, they come over. They sit on your porch. They say, hey, I like your style. Letting the living things grow. And that's when you sink a little bit in your old wooden rocking chair. And you tilt your cowboy hat over your eyes. And that's when you whisper, thanks, messy artificial grass cover from Tomatoes Lifestyle brand. I mean, so far, I'll tell you what I'm impressed with. The continuity 
the seeming continuity or congruousness between the first two things. So I kind of understand what your brand, lifestyle brand, is about. At least that. It's clear to me what you're about, Mr. Tomatoes. I think I'm being sort of lulled um, into a sort of calm state, sort of hypnotized by your pitch style. Could you just uh, one more time tell me what's the second product? This is uh, Tomatoes Lifestyle brand Messy Artificial Grass Cover. So you roll it out over your lawn. Yeah. That's all perfectly mowed. And is it, it like a tarp? Like everyone it's a, else is it a tarp or something? I don't understand. It's like a thick, it's a thick tarp filled with artificial grass. So like an AstroTurf, it's like a rollable AstroTurf that you can just, you can fit like a fitted sheet. You could pop it on your lawn so that it looks like it's the lawn from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Everyone's going to want this. Little girls, old men, everyone. This is a product for all people. And the idea here is that instead of just letting your normal lawn get messy, this is for people who want an immaculate lawn but want to occasionally be able to present a messy lawn in case their hippie friends come over. Look, this isn't just for uh, for one type of person. This is for everyone. Maybe your lawn is a little too clean you know dirty it up a bit but what you're suggesting is that the reason someone would want to dirty it up is is because they've got some hippie dippy friends coming over and you kind of you don't you don't want them to to chide you for having a nice lawn is that what who are these friends i guess is what i'm asking no no that was that was just an example that was just an example i guess what i'm trying to penetrate here is why not just let your normal lawn get messy if that's what you want. Because then your neighbors are going to get mad at you, right? They're going to say they, they're bringing down pro- property value, this messy son of a gun over here. Right. I mean, where do these fri- where do these hippie friends live? They're just five minutes away. And the neighborhood's that different? So wait a minute. Five-minute drive? Are we talking a drive or a walk? No, just down the street. This was an example. <laughs> and they're just... <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're hypothetically, I don't know, five All I'm saying away. is that I feel like either this guy's got to, gotta you know, just let the lawn grow and leave shit all over his kitchen, or he's got to get some new friends, because I don't know about you guys. I don't have my friends coming over and talking trash about my home because it's too clean. These people sound like jerks. Look, I'm just telling you, if you ever have a friend who's coming over in five minutes, they happen to be, they happen to lean a little hippy-dippy or whatever... You want to impress them, right? This is how to do it. Tomatoes lifestyle brand. Impress your friends. Okay, and is that, that is the tagline. Yes. Also, you've heard of Goop. You've heard of Zazzle. You've heard of Cum. Now there's tomatoes. Those are the two lines. I think of all those things, the thing I've heard of most is tomatoes. Well, then my job is done. <laughs> are, you, are you buying or are you buying? <laughs> okay. I actually feel, though, that maybe... Maybe you'd want a different company name because the tomatoes I'm thinking of are, they kind of have a market saturation. I'm thinking of the fruit, sometimes thought of as a vegetable. You know what I mean? The to- the There's red thing. There's definitely going to be a marketplace confusion there. Well, uh, fellas, I hate to break it to you. It's my name. What do you, what do you want to change the name of your ass to something else because it's your name, Hank? No, I'm just saying that if Gwyneth Paltrow's last name was Nissan, I don't think she would have called her magazine Nissan because I think she might have been like, that might remind people of the car Nissan. But, you know, to, to Corey's point, I mean, Macintosh and Apple's existed 
when Steve Jobs was doing his thing out of the garage. Thank you. Yeah, that's a good point. Although I don't think that Apple's, you know, tagline was ever, you know, you've you've heard of IBM, you've heard of Dell, now you've heard of Apple. Apples. You know what I mean? Because right. people would read that and be like, yeah, apples. I, was, I have heard I don't of know. Apples. Sounds good to me. I got to say, that sounds pretty good to Honestly, me. Honestly, yeah, you guys and I am talking myself out of it a bit. <laughs> I'm, I, <laughs> I rescind my objection to the catchphrase. There's enough precedent. What I like about the catchphrase is that it reinforces other brands that are successful and mm-hmm. introduces this new one, which is a word I've heard of before, but in a context I haven't heard it. Like a t- like tomato, I've never really thought about it as being up there with goop. That's true. You know what? To, to sort of um, to to echo what you're saying here, Jeremiah, it's like you are you're shouting out these other companies, and not in a malicious way. It's like you're saying we're the new kid on the block, and we plan to fight fair. To be fair, in any of our uh, commercials, when we say you've heard of goop, you've heard of zazzle, you've heard of cum we do roll our eyes and kind of go, okay. We do a gross face and we put our finger in our mouth and go, so when we say yeah, I am once, once again, forced to rescind what I said. <laughs> I, I can't seem to land on the right side of this thing. Every time I think I don't like it, I do. Every time I start to, I don't. So do you have a third example of a product? You bet we do, Hank. You're on your way to a big outdoor music festival, right? You show up, everyone's having a good time. You get a call from your friends, hey, we're at the gate, we'll be there in five minutes. Now these are real patchouli-smelling, hippy-dippy, bean-sprout-eating friends, okay? And you think, I can't dance like them. They're jamming around, they're waving their arms to the music. They're better than me. You think they're going to laugh at me, and they're going to call me small, and they're going to call me stupid. Well, what are you going to do? You reach into your trunk and you put on the Tomatoes Lifestyle brand dancing sweater. With its simple on-off switch, it uses thin robotic technology to move your arms for you the way everyone else is doing around you so you can dance among these hairy hippie dippies and have a good time. All right. And just as you get pulled on stage, because the guy lead singer is going to look at you and say, wow, that's a dancer. And he's going to pull you up. And you're going to start swaying back and forth. And then you'll lean into the microphone and I hope you say, thanks, bag of scraps. Wait. <laughs> what? It's our lowest. It's not selling very well. So we could use the push. Oh, you're hoping that the people who wear this new product will, instead of thanking the brand, will just thank a different product from a the different brand. different product from the brand. That would be great. <laughs> that would be helpful for us in the company. Can I say that... um. The pitches have a symmetry to them. All three of these pitches have sort of yes. hit some of the same notes in a way that I found pleasurable. But the three, oh, thank you. the three products, there's there's not a lot of consistency that I can perceive here. We we really leapt from a bag of scraps to to an artificial lawn to a sweater that moves your arms in a dancing manner for you. I mean, these are three. At least two sides of a spectrum. I don't think I've ever seen a a gulf as wide between two of a company's products as a mechanical sweater, (laughs) (laughs) the likes of which we've never seen yet, and a bag of table scraps. (laughs) This, I've got to believe, 
that your company, uh, you know, when you tell me that the bag of scraps are not your highest, that you're, they're your lowest selling item, there's a part of me that thinks, if you're capable of making this mechanical sweater, let's focus on that. I don't know if we need to be selling these bags of scraps. Can I ask you a question? What happens when you get home from your concert, you put your shirt away, and then you get a call from your hippy-dippy friends. They say, we're just down the street. We'll be there in five minutes. You're going to put the shirt in a bowl to impress your friends? No, you're going to open the bag of scraps to impress your friends. I mean... I feel like my friends aren't aren't coming over and expecting to see something gross in a bowl to be impressed. Well, no, if they're coming over in five minutes. I mean, what's not, what's what do you guys not understand? They're coming over Thank in five you. minutes. <laughs> they're coming over soon. You know, they're you haven't got time. just down the street. You know, you, I mean, imagine it, Sherman. I hate to do this. God, I'm advocating. Can I just say, I might be in. I hate to do that before the pitch is over. I might be in. I can almost guarantee you the pitch is over. Uh, <laughs> let me just reiterate. You've heard of Goop. You've heard of oh. Zazzle. You've heard of Cum. Now, there's Tomatoes. And now the pitch is over. Yeah, I mean, see the the inconsistency between the products, and then and then that name on top of everything. I'm still, I just, I'm confused. I I, I don't know why the this person has these friends. These are not people I would hang out with. I guess, Mister Tomatoes, if I want to hold your feet to the fire here, what is you know you're trying to sell a product here to people that you know you know you think that they have this problem. You're trying to address it. What if I just let my lawn grow out? What if I just, you know, and I don't, and I move to a neighborhood where they allow it to be a little bit messy? What if I just leave scraps out because I have been cooking? Because that is easy to do. Well, it sounds like you're one of those hippy dippy types I've been talking about <laughs> okay. this whole time. Oh. You burned me. Okay. So just anyone who d- disagrees with you or you don't like is a hippy dippy granola crunchy type. I just want the hippy dippy types. To think I'm cool. The ticket to making people like you isn't to put on some charade in hopes that you can meet them, you know, become something that they like. The key is to be yourself, force them to come to you, and then if they still don't like you, fucking, now we're talking, you're out for blood. Now you hire the people you need to hire to take these fuckers out, and then, boom, there's five less people in the world that don't like you. Sorry, shoulda liked me. That's how it works. You're telling me that maybe we could make a little trade where maybe I'll give you a bag of tomato lifestyle brand bag of scraps and you could give me one of your tiny Garfields? I mean, I would love to give you a real life Garfield uh, for you to have and to hold and to spread through word of mouth that you're enjoying it and not send it back. And that would help our numbers of, you know, successful sales versus recalls. And then I'll just politely decline the bag of scraps. I don't want it. I don't think it's a good product. I don't like the idea of it. I'm good. And you know what? I'll take that as him rejecting uh, your company. I, on the other hand, I'm in, baby. I'm in. I want to, I want to, but I want more than 30% ownership. I, I think I want all the company. Wow. Well, let me just tell you, uh, Jeremiah St. Baby. You've got yourself a deal. Well, hell yeah. Okay, so um, I didn't tell you, though, Mr. Uh, Tomatoes. Look, um, I, I know I'm a billionaire, but I'm also a, uh, I'm a rewards points trillionaire many times over. So I hope you don't mind receiving these uh, monies in PC optimum points. And I'm afraid we cannot renege. Rats, it's been a pleasure. 
thank you for enjoying Rants Nest this week. I want to thank my two friends, Jeremiah Saint Baby. Hey, buy low, sell super high. And I want to thank Hank as Always a pleasure, gentlemen. And I want to thank our producer, Stefan. Thank you, Stefan. And I want to thank our listeners for listening to Rats Nest. And I want to thank as well Daniel Karen. You can check him out online. And we hope you'll join us next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.